What's up, guys? It is time for the Vaughn Joseph Show. You know. All the ugly people be I've got some interesting stuff today. I hope it's interesting. It's interesting to me. It's what made me decide to click on it and decide to talk about it with you guys today, hopefully. So I don't know where to start. Honestly, I don't know which one of these to start with. Um, so today is October 24th, 2023. It's almost Halloween. And as we look at the National Calendar Day, it is National Bologna Day. So go out there and make yourself a fried bologna sandwich. Be reminiscent of the late 1970s, early 1980s. It's National Food Day. So go out there and just eat. They seem, these seems like these two days are colliding. Um, I don't know why. But October 24th is a lovely day for food. Go out there, get some, enjoy. It's also United Nations Day. The United Nations Day. We're not celebrating that because I don't like the United Nations right now. Um, tomorrow, if we're not, since we're not here, it's Sourest Day. Sourest Day? What is Sourest Day? Let's take a look. So, <laughs> Sourest Day follows on the heels of Sweetest Day. Oh, my God. I didn't even know Sweetest Day was a real thing outside of, like, Michigan. I thought it was just some local hustle stuff to get people to buy flowers and candies because Valentine's Day was just too far away that we have to have sweetest day. So the sourest day of the year is observed annually on the 25th. If life is giving you lemons or you feel like a grumpy Gus, this day is for you. Take your glass half full attitude and spread the joy. Wouldn't it be glass half empty attitude if you're a sourist? Cause glass half full is an optimist, right? This is wrong. So don't even listen to what I'm talking about. <laughs> Just ignore it. So tomorrow is Sour's Day. It's National Mary Day with an I. I don't know what that means. Uh, International Artist Day. National Greasy Foods Day. So it goes from National Food Day today to National Greasy Foods Day tomorrow. Uh, today is, Ash is also National Horror Movie Day. So if you're into horror movies, maybe you want to watch... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, Return of the Living Dead. Check it out. National Boston Cream Pie Day. Um, National Mole Day. Do we really need a mole day? National Talk TV Show Host Day. They need a day. They're every day. It's also National iPod Day. Rest in peace to the iPod. Let's get on with some stories for you for this wonderful, not-so-sunny day in England. Um, it is what you should expect um, this is not news, you guys. This is just my show. This is where I come and I talk about stuff that I find interesting. If you want to hear about news that you won't remember next week or stuff, because it's not News Canada, it's just Stuff Canada. It's not news. Take it easy. Head over to uh, Six Sad Society. Mm. If you're on Instagram, it's Six Sad So. Anyway. You can go over to v3tv.uk and you can find those videos. Now let's crack on, as they say over here in England. Where should we start today? Ejaculation frequency affected by uh, affects prostate cancer. I only got three stories for you guys today. World Boxing Council will introduce a transgender category to make the sport more inclusive. 
I'm glad I slept with a lot of guys before my marriage. That's that. I, I need commentary cam set up today because this one's going to say something. Woman feels empowered after sleeping with more than 300 people in one year. We're not starting with that woman. We'll piggyback off that one. Um, let's start with something controversial. I'm just going to read the article. I, don't, I, I do have opinions on this, but these opinions that I'm about to read are not mine. So this is an article that I found in Unilad by Rachel Lang, and this came out about a year ago. So this one's a juicy old story that I had in the archives, in the archives, because I wanted to save it and do it on a podcast a year ago, and I never did. So... The head of the World Boxing Council has revealed a major shakeup for the sport in 2023. So transgender athletes will now have their own category to compete in, in a move that's designed to make boxing more inclusive. Um, Let me take a sip here before I say something stupid. Now I can say something stupid because I've had a sip. I don't agree with I don't agree with men, people who were born as men. I don't, I'm not trying to offend anybody. So we're just getting this one out of the way. First and foremost, (laughs) I should have buried this one till the end. Cause this is the one that pisses people off and they're already like leaving comments and they're clicking X by the second here. So get on with it. Men and women shouldn't be fighting each other. Now I know that's something that's been ingrained in our psyche since childhood. Don't hit a girl. You don't hit a girl. She's throwing rocks at me. What do I do? You don't hit her back. She just likes you. Whatever. Right now I've known some women. I used to work with a, with a woman when I lived in Detroit. Well, I didn't live in Detroit. I worked in Detroit. I lived in the, in the cushy burbs, but I had a woman that worked the front door with me at this bar and we were right next door to the bar where they filmed Eight Mile, St. Andrew's Hall. This was called Space at the time. I don't know what it's called now. It used to be called Legends, I think. It was a male, male strip review or something. Anyway, she was bigger than me, right? She was probably about 5'11", maybe. She was strong. She hit me one night while we were just outside, just chatting at the I worked the front door. And she wasn't trying to like hurt me, but she hit me hard. And I was like, God dang. That hurt. I mean, it wasn't painful, but, you know, things hurt. You stub your toe. That doesn't mean that your toe's not tough. But I was like, this this woman can can throw them bows if she needs to. So she might be like, yeah, okay, I'll fight a dude because that's just how she's built. I I know some women at my gym where I'm like, I don't know if I – because they got stamina, you guys. Know how you always hear women talk about how man only lasts so long sexually? Well, that's real stuff. (laughs) Have you ever worked out with a woman? If you work out with a woman, I can almost guarantee you that if she's in a comparable space fitness-wise as you, she's going to last longer than you in the gym. Now, pound for pound, she's gonna, she'll probably be lifting less, but she might be as strong as you. Um, she's not going to have 45-pound wheels on both sides like you, uh, you know, but she's doing what her muscles can, can handle, and she can probably dog walk you if you had to go 10 rounds with her, and she could do that. So I don't know why I'm going. I'm going on a coffee tangent right now. But when it comes to stuff like swimming, uh, track, non-physical sports, that's where it gets a little... It gets a little wild because we have this guy in the States uh, or this person that 
is it Leah Tom Thomas Thompson? Something like that. No disrespect. I don't follow this stuff, so I don't know. I'm just remembering off the of, top of my head. It was it was it was a shift. This person made the shift from swimming as a man with men and then swimming trans transitioning or becoming transgender swimming with the women's group now winning all these awards and so on same thing with track now the this is unfair because we have more muscle and you know then there's arguments on either side i'm not here to argue any of it but i know that i sucked at swimming <laughs> i was always last when i was on swim team i was always last i never came in 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 a, in a top place right so drop this because I don't know if I like that that high we don't need it that high anymore that. there we go sorry we had to make some some adjustments some tech adjustments so I don't know how I feel about that right it's like okay sorry we've got some technical issues here we're trying to sort ladies and gentlemen we'll be taking off shortly there we go so I mean there's some definite advantages if I ran I ran track I wasn't great at track I was in the middle, middle of the team, right? I wasn't the best. I definitely wasn't the worst. But if I ran against the women, I'm, I'm gone. So I, you know, I don't know. I kind of feel a way about that. I know if I arm wrestle a woman, I probably have a better chance of winning that. Um, but hey, slap boxing, maybe it's some big woman. I've, I've known some women with some pretty hefty hands. Just slap the shit out your ass <laughs> if you let them slap you. So who knows? So this guy says we're creating a set of rules and structures so that transgender boxing can take place as they fully deserve to if they want to box. Um, and that's the WBC president. I agree with that. So that's the thing. So if you are in this category, it's the same thing with weight classes. I'm not going to fight a heavyweight or wrestle a heavyweight. <laughs> They're out of my league. I can't compete with somebody that's 260 pounds. He's gonna knock my head off, right? So we have we have weight classes. That, that's I think this is okay. I don't have a real problem with this. Um, I think it's great because I also feel like we've eliminated the opportunity for certain people to participate in certain sports now because of their decision to make an adjustment to their lifestyle or their physical appearance or however we want to categorize what what um, has happened with them physically and of course fans took to social media to share rather mixed reactions to the news now none of this matters really i don't even know why i read it but i just like to give people something to to parrot when they want to go and have this argument with somebody else and this is why i don't watch a lot of news because i want my opinions to be my own opinions i don't want my opinions to be something that somebody somebody else thought because we don't have critical thinking i feel as much as we should we all see stuff on the news it's like this palestine israel issue i i haven't watched it since day two i saw it it was terrible what happened to those people that are just at the concerts and these people trapped in their houses but at the same time you have the media here they're saying oh these horrible terrorists this is the exact same thing that you guys did to the Native Americans, to countless countries around the world when you were colonizing them. And look, I'm not even going to get into that. That's a whole side issue. So 
let's just talk about Vietnam. How many millions of people, innocents, died there? You guys do this foul stuff, and now you're saying, oh, well, these guys are terrorists. Then that makes you a terrorist, too. I digress. So Bass Fanatic, you already know how this guy's going to respond. His name is, uh, his, his Instagram is Bass Fanatic 62 says, I don't see the point of this at all. How do you not see the point? What the hell is wrong with you? If you're going out there and you're bass fishing, you're a bass fisher, and you're going in to, to go sh fishing for shark, and all you've got is bass lures and, and a 10-pound test, I think it's called, for your reel or whatever, you're not equipped to, to go fishing for sharks, Bass Fanatic 62. Figure it out. Come on, use your brain. Anyway, Between the Ropes TV, all right, now they will have a more specific opinion, say have to say i think this is the right call for for once from the wbc right see that's that's a good good response to that and one more low handshaw uh says what do y'all think of this and then someone responded i think everyone deserves a space to compete sounds like a pretty reasonable compromise good see most of us are on the same page because most of us are somewhat evolved not to talk down on bass fanatic but let me tell you something, Bass Fanatic 62, and we might have to tag this person in. <laughs> They're going to be like, God, that's was a year ago. I had a, a website, which I'm probably needing to bring back, called Dating for Men. Dating for Men was something that we set up for guys like you who need help. <laughs> you need help finding a partner, navigating this world, right? Because women don't like looking at dating pictures when you're holding a fish they don't like it okay i'm in england i know they hate it over here there's a certain stigma attached to that not so sure about america but <clears throat> i have a pretty good idea that my 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 home girls in the u.s don't care if you can fish now i know you get this look this is my accomplishment hunter gatherer i can feed us go to whole foods that's what they want they don't care that you caught a fish out of a dirty river that is probably not even really healthy for you to eat. I digress. We're on to the next story. <laughs> Should we do prostate cancer and then get on to the the, the, the women, the, the the women who slept with a lot? I almost called them a bad word. Judgmental. Mm. Ah, coffee, delicious. All right. Prostate cancer and ejaculation frequency. Let's just get into it. I know you guys, now, okay, you guys, this isn't advice, first off. I'm not a scientist. I'm not, this isn't Huberman's lab. What's up, Miss Dr. Huberman? I would love to have that guy on my podcast. Just let him just wow me for an hour. So do your own research. This doesn't mean that you now have free reign to go out and do whatever because of an article that you heard here. Prostate cancer, ejaculation frequency could affect risks. Find out how. Let's take a look. Experts discovered that men who reported a high frequency of ejaculation in adulthood. Oh my God. <gasps> <laughs> we're less likely to be diagnosed with prostate cancer. Guys, rejoice. If you've been out there 
beating your meat like it stole something, you might have a lower chance of getting prostate cancer. With regards to the frequency, researchers said that ejaculating 21 times a month was linked with a 33% lower risk of prostate cancer. However, there's always a caveat. They were unsure of the reason behind this association. Um, I don't think that means that if you go and do it more than 21 times that your risk is going to go down even further. I'm not a scientist, like I said. But um, let's see what they say. How does ejaculation frequency affect prostate cancer? Yeah, does it not? Is it sex? Can't we just have sex? Can we have sex at 21 times? What is this? Is that what it said? 21? That's a lot. <laughs> 21 times. Experts discovered that men who report a high frequency in adulthood 21 times. Um, that's a lot. That's almost every day. So I, anyway, a theory suggests that ejaculation eliminates toxins from the body, thereby lowering disease risk significantly. Additionally, abstinence from smoking, healthy eating habits, and a workout regime also had a role. So you can't just be out there beating it, guys. It's not a Michael Jackson video. You have to go to the gym. You have to have a good diet. You have to go to sleep. And you can't be smoking cigarettes and pot all day because you're going to increase that. So prostate cancer is one of the toughest to detect and treat as it's rarely as it rarely shows any early symptoms in the patient until advances. That's a typo. I love finding those. Some of the key symptoms of the disease, you know, go do your own research on that. We're not here to talk about that. So, um... But if you have pain in your testicles, weight loss, loss of appetite, bone pain, back pain, blood and blood, blood in semen, blood in urine, good lord, I, just all right. Handle your business, enjoy yourself. Now I don't know what age group this falls into. Obviously, you have an increased risk of prostate cancer as you uh, approach forty-five plus. Most, most older guys are still needing like Viagra and stuff. They can't even handle doing it that many times uh, in a week, in a month. Anyway, be safe out there, guys. Go and get yourself sorted if, um, if you feel like you have any of those symptoms. Now, let's move on to something a little bit more exciting, and then we can get you guys out of here and on with your day. This is an article I found on yourtango.com in the love segment. It's called... Why I'm glad I slept with a lot of guys before getting married. <laughs> I have so much to say on this, but none of it's really important. But let's just read the article. My first one night stand happened way back in the high school. My longtime boyfriend had moved away. And even though I still believed I was in love with him, the long distance thing wasn't working out. So young guys out there, if you're watching right now, young guys, I don't know why I'm doing the Trump thing. <laughs> I don't know. And I even got a red hat on today. But this is the V3 TV hat, you guys. This isn't MAGA. Settle down. All right? I've lost my train of thought. Long distance relationships just don't work. That's how I ended up over here in England. My then girlfriend was just like, look, I'm not coming from England to fly to LA. It's a 12-hour flight. I'm like, all right. LA's not working out the way I had hoped. Let's go. 
Anyway, so when I was at a party and a very cute boy from a different school started flirting with me, we were making out before I knew it. Oh, you knew. Eventually, we moved to a bedroom and got down to business. All right. It was rather exhilarating. I didn't want to date the guy or see him again, but damn, that was seriously fun. So she saw it as fun. Hmm. Now, immediately, I'm seeing this as something that a guy would feel. Because when we're younger, we see sex as... I don't know how a woman would feel, because I guess your, your opinions on this change. Uh, I don't know how old she was. It says, a couple years later in 1987, my roommate and I were hanging out at a local art school dive bar when she spotted a couple of guys she knew from high school. So, years later, and so this means this woman's older than me. So if she's already got a roommate in 87, that means she's already graduated high school probably in 80, 85. Uh, so she's probably, she's she's a good five or six, seven years older than me. So this woman's in her mid to late 50s now. Um, there were a few comedies of errors that night. It was so dark. I didn't know he put, I didn't know he put on a condom. So I took the morning after pill. So, all right back when you had to get had to go to the clinic to get it because i was like yeah how long ago did we even have a morning after pill you millennials are so lucky now that you can get a you can get it at the drugstore <laughs> news spread at school of course but i actually liked the notoriety so the word got out on the street that peggy sue over here likes to get it on that's interesting that that's that she liked it she liked that notoriety again it's like a guy you know because we're like yeah I, I was in these streets and i i slept with her and her and her that's how guys when they're younger approach that anyway a couple years later she's with her roommate um she met ran these guys from high school including one she had a huge crush on for years naturally my job is wing girl damn y'all have wing girls i didn't even know that was a thing Wingman, yeah, see, these women are out on the pool. They knew what was up. My job as wing girl was to talk to the other man so she could work her charm on her crush. I misread that then. Okay, so the one that she had a huge crush on was her friend saw somebody, not her. She was successful and we ended up taking both guys home. Oh my gosh. See guys, women like sex as much as we do, but they like to act like they don't. Or they're just they're just more savvy with how they move with their sexuality. And we're just too stupid to even realize. She was successful. We ended up taking both guys home. I was nervous. There was no fumbling high school. This was no fumbling high school situation. This man was experienced, older than me, and had a... I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Let's just say he was packing. He was packing. Packing a Mac in the back of the act. Um, but wow, he was great in bed. We saw each other a few more times, and each time was great. But we didn't date. So it was just a hookup, right? So there were a few more hookups. And then uh, I ended up in a long-term relationship for a few years. I was faithful, but once we broke up, I went to town. I often joke that if I hadn't fallen in love with my now husband of 20 years... I would have needed to move because I had slept with a lot of guys. In fact, at that point, I had slept with all the eligible men in my town. 
Wow. That's just crazy to me. That's crazy. Now, even as a guy, even as a guy, if this is acceptable, you're a hoe. <laughs> you're, if you're a guy, you're a hoe. I don't care. You're not a stud. If you slept with every eligible woman in town, you're just a hoe. Anyway. Oh, gosh. She goes on. How long is this article? How many men has she slept with? Then there was the Italian man who took my shirt off and fell to his knees because my breast took his breath away. Sadly, he was terrible in bed. <laughs> there was that one that kept coming around, the one that the one with the near perfect loving that brought me all the way time and time again. There were also others that weren't terribly memorable, plus that sweet guy whose hair was set on fire by my bedside candles. I bet that guy's reading this right now and going, she's talking about me. Yeah, she, she is. So here I am, almost 50 years old, happily married to the only man I'll be intimate with for the rest of our lives together. But I think about my slutty years fondly. Thank goodness that she even says they were her slutty years. Everyone goes through a hoe phase. Or everyone has the potential to go through a hoe phase. Maybe it's later in life. Maybe you got married at a young age. But I think a lot of people want to have that experience. As I've gotten older, I'm, I'm finding this out. My husband, ironically, is a serial monogamous. So he's only been with a tiny handful of women. This is where I want to go with this uh, article. Do you want to have... Now, leave a comment below on this if you're watching this. Do you want to have a partner, whether it be male or female, that's had a lot of partners because they'll have more experience? Because what if they start doing stuff to you that you've never done before and you enjoy that? And you're not getting that from somebody, especially now with the younger men and women, because they watch so much pornography. We didn't have these things in the 80s and 90s. Like you had to go to a, a store to like get porn and, you know, sneak into the video store's back room with those 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 i don't even know what they're called are they french doors no that's half and half the doors the swinging saloon doors you know they go ing, and so everybody in the whole video store knows that you're going into the adult section even though you're like 16 you guys had it have it good so i don't know she says this, I will say this for sure. I have no doubt that my marriage has benefited from my days of sleeping around because I don't have that feeling of missing out. So many of my friends my age say they have. So this is what I mean. This is why that late hoe phase comes in. I think as I've reached 50, um, I'm putting all my personal business out. No, I'm not. Never mind. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I just think that the sex is better once you're older. Um, I, I would never, I don't understand the men, older men wanting a younger woman. Maybe it's because they're concerned about, um, they're getting older. They want somebody to look after them or somebody that can help make them feel young. But I don't want, younger women aren't even really in touch with their bodies until they're in their mid to late thirties. I feel that's just been my experience. And, uh, that's why I would never date a younger woman or whatever. But anyway, she says, I didn't miss out. I experienced my sexuality fully and deeply with great joy. And at a time, it was easier to do so. 
I never had to get waxed or bleached. <laughs> She's my kind of woman. Anyway, but I learned what I like, what I don't, and what really matters in someone you love. That's cool. Tell me what you think about that in the comments below. Um, do I have a tiny pang of regret that I never, this is a different article, that I'll likely never get to run my hands over a 25 year old man's rock hard abs again. Nah, I've got plenty of memories of doing just that to live on forever. What? Who says that? Why can't you run your hands over? First of all, I don't know if this is a man or a woman that said this, cause it doesn't indicate, but if you are a woman in today's society and you're older, say your 40s, 50s, whatever, younger guys, they, they're trying to holler. So that's nonsense. So you can get that. Anyway, why we get so obsessed with crushes who don't want us? Oh, that's a tough one. I didn't even really plan on reading this. So I don't even know if we're going to get into that or not. Let's just read it really quickly, see what it says. Many of us are familiar with the scenario. Mr. Nice Guy is cute, sweet, interesting, smart, and available. Even better, he is interested in a relationship with you. The only problem is that you just aren't into that. That you blah, 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 blah. The only problem is that you just aren't that into him. Mr. Bad Guy, on the other hand, is on your mind 24-7. I, I, mm, yeah, that, that's, that's touching a nerve. So we're getting away from that. <laughs> Uh, I would just get way hot over that topic. So we're just going to go on. Woman feels empowered after sleeping with more than 300 people in one year. Okay, this is the OnlyFans woman. And I have to say, good for her if she feels empowered. Um, a woman has confessed she feels empowered. She claims she slept with five men over a 24-hour period. Oh, my God. Now, she's living her best life, if you can call it that. She's only 26 years of age. And she's been dubbed Australia's most sexually active woman. I'm not even going to go in on this woman. She's just doing her OnlyFans stuff, I feel comments let's just read the comments because we already know what's going on with that article there's no point in reading it luann said she'll never get a decent man to marry her who wants a bike <laughs> oh god four replies we got to see the replies here we go this is the best part and the worst part of the internet because we just fight each other for no reason who is presuming she wants a marriage it is only you do all want to be married? Be a home builder and have a have several children? Who is presuming an unhappy life for her? Anyway, shut up. And Luann says, bore off. <laughs> Where are these people from that they talk like that? Flipperty says, I always love an intellectual response. <laughs> they make statements and when posed upon fail miserably. Stop sending me to sleep with your ancient aged neolithical statements. Wake up. Wow. Luann ain't getting any love. Oh, wow. Flipperty came back with another response. You could happily live your life of bliss. What is failing you? If nobody is inter interfering in it, who cares if this woman's, who cares of this woman's life? Only you. Anyway, people on the internet are just idiots. So I don't even know how I read the comments. It's just a waste. 
But this reminds me of a of, of show we did for the, the Six Sad Society podcast like years ago. And it's actually the most viewed episode that we ever did. And it was about screaming, angry, naked lesbians. That was the title of the show. That's the thumbnail. You can go find that on the YouTube. Look at uh, search at V3TV. And the article was, a, but they were screaming and upset because there was murders going on. And, it, you know, femicide is genocide, I believe, was the tagline. And I hadn't known about any of this stuff. So I'm reading it just like I read this. And I was laughing. I giggled because I thought it was funny because we weren't there to film all this nakedness because I was just being immature. And somebody went off. <laughs> this woman went off on me forever. She was not having any part of it and just laid in week after week and people were going in on her and it was like this anyway no one cares about that but it's just how the internet works and why you should never read your comments i guess um we're out of here guys thanks for listening if you're listening watching if you're watching i need to get myself to the gym it is already after 11 o'clock in the a.m um so we'll see you later bye I'm not going to tell them to rate, review, and subscribe. They know if they want to do that, they'll do it. People are getting fed up with, especially in the beginning of the podcast. They're just like, oh, leave a comment and review, and it helps us. And ah, They know that. If they want to help you, they'll help you. They don't care about you begging for them to watch. Watch my stuff if you want to watch it. If you don't want to watch it, tell all your friends, this podcast sucks. <laughs> God, why did it just stop? <laughs>